By now, you've heard the expression more than once, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. And by now, you should know what that means. And if you don't, it means do not come ill-prepared or poorly equipped for a task, goal, competition, or confrontation. Well, people, I'm here to tell you that you and I do this all the time when it comes to spiritual warfare. So in order to stop doing that, I'm going to share with you the six armors of God that the Bible teaches us will defeat the devil every time. And after that, we're going to pray four distinct prayers for strength and victory over your life. What do you think it takes to successfully fight and win a battle? In our day, you would need guns, RPGs, armored vehicles, fighter jets, warheads, probably submarines, and a lot of gadgets and technologies not even open to the public yet. This is what you would need to effectively win a battle, not forgetting the army and the strategy, of course. So whoever typically has more of this will be the sure winner at the end of the day. That's just how it goes. Well, in the old days, their battle gear was somewhat different from what we know today. In those days, some of their corresponding weapons of warfare would be spears, bows and arrows, shields, helmets, breastplates, shoes for protecting their feet, just like soldiers need boots today, swords, belts, and many more equipment in their kits. Every soldier needs to be kitted personally, which is more of an individual responsibility than a collective. And in those days, they didn't have armored vehicles for personnel, so each man had to hold his shield, his sword, etc. So, as soldiers were kitted up for battle in the natural realm, by observance, Paul, the apostle, got a revelation that the same process that is put into a physical battle to ensure victory is also put into spiritual warfare to bring the victory home. The physical is patterned after the spiritual, and some systems in this physical realm have a correspondence in the spiritual realm. This is what Paul tried to teach the Ephesian church, bringing this advantageous truth to their knowledge in the fifth chapter of Ephesians and verse 10 through 17. He brings to their knowledge the reality of ongoing war which they should be aware of. And this war has not stopped even today, because as believers, you and I, we also are in the army of the Lord and targets for the devil. Paul begins by pointing the church in the direction of a reminder of the power that is in God and that staying in the place of that power will ensure our success as Christians. He says, Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might in Ephesians 6 and 10. He then goes on to elaborate on the reason why we need to really be under the covering of this power. Why? Because the devil, just as he was out for them, is still out today to get you as well. 
giving us this knowledge by saying in verse 11 and 12, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. So, the devil has its schemes. That's clear. A scheme is a strategy. It's a tactic. An elaborate and systematic plan of action. If the devil is not playing around and trying to get you through his schemes, then you really need to be putting on the whole armor of God for this war. Maybe you need to know what you're up against so you get the proper motivation to fully equip yourself. So here is Paul listing some of the adversaries to us. He calls them not flesh and blood. He calls them rulers, authorities, cosmic powers, and spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. My God, have you ever heard so much evil listed in one sentence? They are real, and they are not your friends. They are the enemy you are fighting against. But we thank God for the possibility and, in fact, the assurance of victory over these terrible, deadly forces if only we take the hand of help He is extending to us. It is expedient that you put on the whole armor of God. And here's another thing. You cannot put on half the armor because it simply isn't done you would be getting into trouble sooner than you think if you try to do it your way. Think of a soldier, primitive or modern, having put on all the war gear and omitting the shoes or boots. Will they have a fair encounter? Absolutely not. So there is a preset guideline that must be followed. In the military, they call it the rules of engagement. And we have something similar, so to say. Now, there is a list of things defined by Paul, possibly in no order of importance, but here is what he says from verse 14 through 18 of Ephesians in chapter 6. If you must win this war against the devil and his schemes, the spiritual powers and all the powers of darkness, then here's what you need to do. Number one, put on the belt of truth. Paul says to tighten this belt of truth, which means that your belt could not be slack. So as a believer, you are not having off-duty times when you can just be yourself and live your life. This is not the ministry that you are called into. You are expected to be an ambassador of Christ, who is the truth at all times. You must always stand in the truth. There are no off times for you. Number two, the breastplate of righteousness. Do you know how important the breastplate was in combat in those days? Nowadays, we have bulletproof vests for the same purpose, so you get the idea. The breastplate secures very vital parts of your body. And so does the breastplate of righteousness cover you from the sin that should get you destroyed. 
You see, the devil really just wants you to sin and fall out of faith in God because that's when he gets you. So you've got to stay protected. Number three, shoes ready for the gospel of peace. Equip yourself and make your heart ready to go out and do the will of God through speaking about his goodness and salvation to all that are in need. Witness, just as the disciples did back in the New Testament, just as God is asking you and I to do today. Get sincerely busy for God. Number four, the shield of faith. By now, you've already heard of how powerful your faith is in your walk with God. When you take up the shield of faith, all the thoughts that the devil throws at you that don't align with God's words are easily refuted. When the devil throws attacks at you that should dampen your faith in God, by faith, you resist these attacks and walk with victory and triumphantly. Number five, the helmet of salvation. Just as the physical helmet protects the head from injuries, the spiritual helmet of salvation is also one that protects your thoughts, your mind, from the lies and contrary thoughts that do not exalt God. And finally, number six, the sword of the Spirit. The Word of God is an inevitable part of your armor. Because how else would you win if you don't know what systems to employ? God's Word gives you all the strategies and counters to all the arguments and attempts of the devil. Know the Word of God and let it abundantly fill your heart. Leave no room for doubt and ignorant thoughts that aren't of Jesus. After saying all these, Paul then concludes with the key that turns them into a solid weapon, the place of prayer. He says, pray at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. So prayer is the binding force that helps us actuate these pieces of the great armor that God is offering. You are victorious, but despite the fact that Jesus already won the victory for you on the cross and has made you more than a conqueror, your conquest is only enforced when you engage the systems of victory like putting on the whole armor of God. So equip yourself with the whole armor of God and have victory in your life right now. Saints of God, let us pray. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. Lord, thank you for the revelation of the truth of the spiritual warfare that is against me. You have supplied all the weapons that I need to enforce my victory over these schemes of the devil. You have given me the system to deal with these forces of darkness and all the powers of evil that stand against me. Thank you, Father, for victory. Thank you, Father, for your provision. 
I fear nothing because if you are with me, then all I will ever experience is victory after victory and breakthrough after breakthrough. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 11. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Lord, I will be strong in you. I will engage your word and daily seek your presence. Help me to walk in all the ways that should strengthen my spirit and stamina in knowing and utilizing the power of your might. For you are mighty, for there is none that can contend with you. When you fight on my side, I definitely have the victory like David had against Goliath. So no matter what the schemes are of the devil that he's making up, no matter what machinations of evil that rise against me, I fear nothing. I am victoriously set above the camp of the enemy. I rise and remain sustained in the power of the Lord's might. John chapter 1 verse 5. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Thank you, Lord, for your light that has never been put out by darkness and can never be. Your light always confounds darkness when you show up. This is why I am so confident when I know you are around me. You overcome all evil and devices that the devil tries to use in subduing me. But you are my God, and you have given me victory through the knowledge of the systems of help that you have made available for me. So I thank you, Father, and I praise you forever. And saints, finally, 1 John chapter 5 verse 4 through 5. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? I am born of God. And this is my license to overcoming the world. The world, Satan, the principalities and powers of darkness, and all the evil that exists are no match for me. They are no match for you and I. I am from above, and I reign as Christ reigns. I overcome by faith, the faith that I hold in God. I believe in Jesus, the Son of God, who died and rose again, making a public spectacle of the powers of darkness just so that you and I could have dominion over the enemy. I thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen and amen.